Welcome back, folks, to the Man Cave Movie Review, the podcast that reviews the good, the bad, and the ugly of movies for men. I'm your host, Jeff Muncie. Yes, I said that, and I'll explain here in a moment. Um, tonight, uh, we are bringing you episode 252. This is um, our uh, Stephen Mind's first, or usual, um, mid-season recap. We have several walking fan listeners that listen to the podcast, and um, and so we do a, a recap after the each half season. So tonight, we are going to bring you our thoughts on this. Um, so, if you have not seen the season, or if you have not seen the uh, mid-season finale, please watch it and then come back um, because we are going to we are going to talk about spoilers. We're going to talk about where people are, where they've been, where they're going because there are people going, and you know just general thoughts about the season because we always have spirited thoughts um, about this this uh, this this special. I don't know. Uh, this special, what do I want to say? Feel free to edit a lot of this shit out. Uh, <laughs> this, uh, this special show, um, which we, we have a love-hate relationship with. As you, <clears throat> Without further ado, you can hear him clearing his voice, uh, or maybe not, depending on how he edits this out. Um, joining me tonight is my good and dear friend, Steve. I'll be leaving this show very soon, as everyone else that has any sort of credibility in the world exits the show. <laughs> Michaels. Hey, Jeff. Uh, glad to be here. And all I got to say is, it's a good thing I'm not Negan, because if I had a baseball bat, I'd be beating the writers with it. <laughs> <laughs> and that that kind of sums up <laughs> our, our, our general disposition these last I don't know, a couple of seasons. Yep. Um, uh, well, Steve, um, I want to get the elephant in the room out of the way. So bear with me for a moment. I want to just talk to the listeners about um, we, we finally um, it is it is now 1230 on, <laughs> on a Friday right after Thanksgiving. And uh, Steve and I had spent the better part of an hour and a half trying to figure out um, my ionosphere situation. We finally got something figured out, but not the thing that we wanted to figure out. Um, Skype undergoes certain updates every now and then, and then it just totally waylays your entire system. And I'm usually fairly good and have in the past helped other people, Mark and Steve included, figure out how to get things operating. And this time I, I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out. I watched videos. Steve sent me I've got more data on my phone from Steve's screenshots than anything else right now. And it's just been, it's been a pain in the butt. So uh, sorry for the lack of uh, content and products that we just, uh, and, and personally I've, I've, I'm back in grad school. And so some time um, has been uh, spent with me just buried in, at some location in a computer and writing and typing. And so my, my time has been sparse at best. So Steve, thank you for the last couple of episodes of stepping up and taking over recording, editing, throwing it out there. So we had some quality content and now at least I can also add my voice to it because that was the biggest hurdle is I just couldn't get anything to work on my end. So uh, thank you for stepping back in the seat and you did an outstanding job as usual. And I appreciate your editing skills as well because um, I couldn't do that either. Uh, not a problem. Glad to do it. <clears throat> 
Yes. Um, so, um, so without further ado, let's get into this. So, Steve, we are we are in episode or we're in season. I believe it's ten, 10 and mid and it's 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 hard to believe that this is going back ten years. It doesn't seem that long. And I started rewatching some of the first episodes with my oldest. Um, he was wanting to to check it out, and um, you, you know it. You know, it, it was it was good going back and watching some of the earlier episodes for many reasons. One, um, you know, just seeing how this all started again and picking up things that I hadn't noticed before. But to your point, um, the writing, the writing and storytelling was was much better. Um, and there, and it seems that what we've said in the in the last recap and this recap, it it, it continues. The the writing is still a struggle. It seems like they have source material. And they do, they have throughout the series gone away from the source material, but it seems that they are struggling to come up with a cohesive story that, that, that keeps you pulled in. What are your thoughts? I, I agree. I, I think it's, <clears throat> I, I mean, I hate to say this, but it just, and, and I know I've mentioned this before is I, I didn't read the comic. So like for me, I don't. I don't know how far off they veered from it. I'm, I'm guessing they're, they're essentially using elements of it, but <clears throat> I, I mean, to be quite honest, I think for me, this, this show kind of started going South about after season six. Um, and I should say going South. I mean, some people are going to be, would be like, what are you talking about? That was like right around the time we're getting into the saviors and all this stuff. And it's like, and I'm saying going South from the standpoint of, they just, it, it was almost like they were just doing almost filler episodes where there just wasn't really anything going on. Um, and I think it would, might've been season seven was one of those where I don't even think I could really tell you what the hell happened. I mean, they were just, um, it was just filler stuff. I guess the thing is, is that I can't really get into these whole whispers thing. It, it just, they're. I should say it's hard for me to say they're not believable because I'm watching a movie about zombies, <laughs> but it's just, I just don't, I, it, they just, I just don't, they're, they're just bogus. I mean, I understood like Negan and this and, and the, and the saviors. I could see that, you know, but a bunch of people walking around uh, with, you know, uh, a skin mask on and, and I want to get into, I think some of the stuff that's just bugging me about that. And, and one of them is, <clears throat> so if they just shuffle around in a face mask, zombies don't pay attention to them. What? Okay, because they went through numerous times throughout this entire franchise that they can smell you. They know they can smell the living, which is why they cover themselves up like, you know, and I mean, hell, Daryl did it in that one scene. Um, when him and Carol, where he gets that one zombie and he cuts her open and wipes goo all over his face. Why does he have to do that? But the whispers don't, um, you, you know, Steve, that's, it's a, it's a, it's a point that we have mentioned several times. The, the goalpost, the goalpost seems to get moved time and time again on what is, what is allowable in this world and what's not. And, you know, and I, had a good and dear friend over this last week, my friend Chad, who's asked me 
one of our loyal listeners said um, he doesn't watch it. He says, but he 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 assumes after ten seasons that certain things would happen. And I said, you know, they they have there the the totality of it is you you know you you had you had the apocalypse happen. You then had people adjusting to it. You you had them figuring out how to survive in this world. You then had them transition to. Um, from surviving to now um, coexisting to now the inevitable issue of, 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 you know, humans cannot get along with, with themselves or anybody. They just, they just can't. And that's, you know, throughout history. And there's no reason that that's going to stop after the zombie apocalypse. So that now you have, you know, we've gone from man versus you know, zombies to now man versus man when you had the whole, and you had that throughout the series where people just can't get along. And that was the antagonist for most of the seasons after we got past the first and second, I was it the second season, um, you know, when we met the governor and from there we recognized that, well, now civilization is going to have to contend with humans. And, you know, the, the, the common goal of just surviving is, is not enough for them to put aside their differences. Um, you know, and then of course we, we had various antagonists throughout the series. And, and I said, well, I said, you know, one of my issues is, you know, the, this rotting flesh seems to last a really, really long time without, you know, falling apart and just, you know, wasting away because, you know, rotting fre- flesh, you just figure the maggots would just keep eating it to the point that it just, you know, there's just bones on the ground. But that's not the way that this is per- perceived. Um, and it just, there's a finite amount of people that are are eligible to be zombies. I mean, there's not a, I mean, we're not really, you know, replacing the population. So, I mean, once somebody turns to a zombie, I mean, we're not replacing that person quickly. So, but now, you know, this, this, the show has transitioned into season 10. And I think we started to see it in season nine as they've, you know, they did the time jump, which we talked about in our last recap. But now we are at the point where we we're back to sticks and stones, literally as our weapons because you know we don't have any gasoline anymore because we don't have any refining capacity you know you, you know bullets are you know they can be made but you run out of gunpowder and we don't have any really opportunity to 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 manufacture that and so now we're down to sticks and stones and horses and you know the the, the bare necessities of survival so we we've kind of seen this bell curve of you know where we started and where we are now um but i i i i Going back to, we're now into season ten, and and things have gone off the rails since season six, and I think you could kind of see that it was about season six or seven that they had a major writer change, and and now it's almost as if post Negan, they just aren't sure where to take the story, uh, and and now you're also getting to the point where in the last three seasons. People have been on this show, and it's really had me gain an appreciation that you know what this show is is as popular as it is with millions of people. The actors themselves are really getting tired of this themselves, and you're starting to see a lot of the big heavies in the series leave. And we'll get to some that are leaving and some that are coming back here in a moment. <clears throat> but what my concern is the the development of characters is you don't have anybody replacing them as as as, as actors that we enjoy watching. It's uh, and and I think that they are now suffering from 
um, you know, some people that are leaving that were the kind of the, the glue that's hold the show together. And now they're exiting and what, and, and there's not anybody that they've introduced, at least for me, that I, I feel any, any sort of connection or endearment to. What do you say? I, I, I agree with that hundred percent. I've, <clears throat> I have said before is really there's, I mean, there's really only two people that I think people are showing up to or, 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 or look at, and it's Daryl and Carol. They're the, well, they're the only two from the original, from, from day one, from the, from the uh, first season. And I think they're the only, that's basically it. I mean, you whack one of them, this show's done. I mean, people will just stop watching it. And, and I think for me, it's, and I agree with you. It's like they're, they kill one, they bring in three more. I don't care about any of these people. I don't, and it's, it's almost to the point where some of these episodes or some of these, or, or these seasons, it's, it's almost like every episode is, okay, let's focus on this person today. And then we're going to focus on this person today. And it's, I don't care about that. And it's not enough for me to, uh, you know, to get into it. And it's just, I don't, it's like this, this most recent group that they brought in. Um, you got the, the, the two, uh, the, the two semi hot chicks who are obviously into each other. You've got the two deaf people who, and I'm just going to say this right off the bat. And I don't know if I mentioned this one before, but I had no idea up until fairly recently that the one deaf person was a girl. Just, didn't know <laughs> okay oh and by the way that rubber on that slingshot would have deteriorated a long time ago those things don't last oh. that long i used to have them and if you got it for more than two years yeah. <laughs> just telling you right now you know there's a sidebar there's there was um in the um Jurassic, one of them, not the last Jurassic World movie, but the one before that. Um, there, there's a lot of people that groan because they, uh, they're, they, you know, some of the, some of our quote unquote uh, heroes in the movie um, found some old, old abandoned, you know, original Jeeps and they, um, they, they, you know, for, you know, talking like 14, 15 years old and they go over and, you know, hook a battery charger up to it and just drive it out as if that was all you needed to do. <laughs> People were losing yeah. their minds because they're like, um, a vehicle has been sitting for 14 years is just going to start up like that and just roll out of there. It's going to need a lot more attention yeah. than just, just juicing up the battery. <laughs> I was like, yep. Yeah. It's <laughs> but, just- but in Hollywood, I, I don't know. Steve, I just, I, I, I'd like to, I actually think there's a little, either the writers of the show don't know any better, or they are preying on the idea that we, the viewer, don't know any better. And, but maybe we're not supposed to give such a critical eye to things like that. But for some reason, I can't not do that. It's very difficult because it, there's, you're, Again, even though it's we're talking about a movie about zombies, <clears throat> we're still we're still <laughs> we always have to come back to that. We still have to or come giant back to kaiju, that. Yes, but you are still trying to apply some real world stuff to it. I mean, you're you're still trying to go on the fact that, um, and again, it goes back to you know, like I said before, the whole issue with um, why does Daryl have to cover himself in zombie goo to camouflage himself, but the whispers don't. I would See, also and, like to. I would that, also like to know ahead. how the hell that Negan and Beta can have a full blown fucking conversation 
surrounded by a whole bunch of zombies, and the zombies are cool with that. <laughs> I mean, seriously. They're having a full-on conversation. <laughs> they're not whispering. They're just, you know, well, Negan doesn't whisper. It's like, hey, look at me. You know, zombies don't care. He doesn't even That's have a mask. Lot. And Negan doesn't even have a mask on. And okay, hold on. Let's I, talk. I, so, let's hold on a second. I so wanted I wanted to, to I wanted to formulate this podcast a little different. I okay. wanted to um <laughs> too late. <laughs> I know. We just jumped right into it. But uh what I wanted what I want to do, I should have told you this in the beginning, is kind of <laughs> do a where are they now? Sort of a okay, let's talk about the characters and and what's happened to them. It, you know, like give each one a 30 second, here's what's going on with them this season. Okay. Okay. Where we can just we do it um and and we can get to because we got to say you know you know we just kind of let loose that negan is you know at whatever location but not oh. not being holed up in a jail cell anymore yeah. all right so hold on so let's go in three two one all right steve uh yeah thank you for that let's 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 jump back just a second and let's let's talk about where our main heroes are so we after last season we had the uh, the 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 massacre and massive beheading that took place uh-huh. where we had several of our um well uh, i don't want to call them heroes i don't want to call them uh, people we cared about because i think most people were looking at the heads on pikes and going who who are these people um and you know except for carol's son who you know who you know you know fortunately bit the dust um so let's let's jump into this okay so let's let's talk about where our heroes are so carol um where where is she now well, it's hard to say. She was on a boat for a while, and now she's just kind of hanging out um, at Alexandria. Yeah. So, so she's she's kind of hanging out, doing her thing. She kind of comes back in. She's a little um, out of, a little bit out of place. Um, you know, she, you know, her and Ezekiel are no longer a thing, and they have you know some uncomfortable moments where they pa- kind of pass each other, and uh, you know, after this, you know, death of their son, and 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 she is. Um, you know, no longer, you know, tied to him. I um, mean, they have a few uncomfortable moments and, and you get, um, you get a sense that uh, she's, she's very, she's, 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 she's moved on and, and just really focused on herself mm-hmm. and, and we'll come back to her in, in just a moment. Um, Ezekiel, um, it, it seems like he's almost been forgotten this season. It's almost like he, he was in one, one episode. We kind of you know, saw you know, where his viewpoint was and we, we saw his desire to not want to go on anymore, where he looked like he was just going to jump off a cliff and, and be done with it and was, was kind of talked out of it. And then after that, we don't, we don't see much more from him. No. Um, and, how, and would you, how would you just – go ahead. Well, and I think that's kind of like one of the, the complaints that I have. There's, they have introduced so many new characters that – you know, the ones that you're even remotely interested in, in knowing about or, or, or seeing more, they, they just get, you know, like sidebarred. It's like, oh, well, we're not, because yeah, it is. It's like you've got this whole new group that just came in. And I guess that's the thing. It's like, I liked it. I liked it when it was that small, nice, compact group. Because, I mean, you, it's like, you know, we you talk about like where people now. Well, we finally found out where Michonne was because you didn't see her in the last two episodes right. i mean she she is a major central character and you had two whole episodes and she's not there what 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 the hell I, it just that's the stuff that bothers me is that the, even the people that you 
kind of, and that's, I think that's for me now at this point, it's all the people that I've really, really liked, they, they're gone. Okay. Is they're gone and we've moved on to other people that really have not caught on. Um, you talked about Michonne and let's just, you know, we'll, we'll, a big spoiler coming up here. Uh, so Michonne is exiting the series, and we had her now that on I this. Did, I did not know that. Oh, but that's spoiler right. alert. That's all right. I didn't know that. <laughs> so uh, part of this season has been, yeah, she she's been kind of hit or miss, but she has um, she she has made it known that she wants out. Now hmm. I don't think they're going to off her. You know, there's been a few people that have exited the show for, you know, longer term, shorter term. You know, we had Maggie leave. We had uh, Rick leave. They did not die. They are just off screen right now. Uh, but I think that um, that's what um, uh, Michonne, the actress is, uh, that plays Michonne, wanted. She wanted to be, she wanted out. And uh, they're, I don't think they're going to give her a death scene. Um, and, and I think she... I, I have very much enjoyed her character. I enjoyed her character coming in. I enjoyed the development of her character until she, um, you know, kind of settled down and uh, it was no, no longer that quintessential, you know, you know, BA. Right. Um, uh, um, uh, hold on a second. You could say that. You could say badass. That's okay. All right. I had to give some commands to the children. Okay. Um, I'll cut down on my, cursing in front of him ever since I dropped those F-bombs on one <laughs> podcast that Brian had me go epileptic in. Um, that was awesome. And now he's listening to every, even when I'm whispering, he's just, he hinges on every word I say. Um, anyway, um, but yeah, so she's, she's getting ready to exit the show. And that's going to leave us with Daryl and Carol. And, you know, as a TV series, you've got to think that they, they are, if they even had plans for them to exit the show, those have to be off the table now Um, because you, they've introduced so many characters. I think it, I do want to spend a moment just reflecting on what you just said. Since we have gone to sort of these small communities developing and we have a lot of characters, there's there, there's only a finite amount of time to spend with any of the actors yet we've diluted it so much because we have so many actors now. And so you never have time to really get to know, develop, connect with these characters because as you said, well, you'll have, you know, you'll spend one episode on this character. You may not see them for an episode or two. And in the beginning you saw every character, every episode, they had some something that was going on. And I think that that formula there is, it's not working right now. Um, you know, even Carol who, who, who had some time this season, but it just seems like she's just, she's in the foreground, but there's not much going on with her. Um, you know, since she's had her son dead, she had that one scene where, you know, you know, the vengeful Carol who, you know, she's, she's sort of chaotic good in a sense where she can't, she 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 has a moral code, but when she gets emotional about it, um, she you know all bets are off. And you had that scene where she met where she met Alpha, and you know had this opportunity to take her out. Now, you know Daryl, being the the chaotic neutral character that he is, um, you know who 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 stops Carol from shooting um, Alpha. 
uh, for, you know, because we can't have, you know, we can't have that so soon in the series where, you know, she, because they have apparently the, the, the whispers are going to be around for some time. As far as I can tell, they're going to be around for several seasons. I can't see they, there is no sense that they're in any jeopardy um, story wise of, of, of going down as of the mid season finale and actuality, the mid season finale leaves you with them kind of ramping up and becoming more powerful than the group who seems to just not, uh, they're so entrenched in civilization. It seems that they can't, they can't see what they need to do with this group. I think Carol knows what she wants to do with the group, but oh, sure. I think the, and I guess that's the thing. I guess that's where, that's where I'm, I'm kind of like, essentially the whispers are a cult for lack of a better yes. term. And my yes. whole thing is this, is that cults are not like, like national governments. You take out the leader, they fall apart. All they had to do is sure. shoot her. Yeah. Shoot her. She's done. Okay. Yeah. There's probably going to be some that are going to be pissed off, but it's going to fall apart. It's the same thing that happened with the saviors after Negan. You, you take Negan out of the picture. Every there, I mean, because these guy, these people, my God, what is he barking at? They, they, zombies. I know zombies exactly. They're at the door. You know, it's like that's how these guys hold power is by just fear. You take them out, they're gone. It's not. It's not like okay, well, if you you know the president dies, okay, well we got a VP, we've got a process. They don't. It's there's just one leader, and. That's why, you know, to me, they're so worried about this. And again, it gets back to this whole thing where it's like, well, they could unleash this horde on us. I'm like, well, how exactly? Are they? I mean, how many of these whispers are there? You never see more than a handful at any given time, even when they're in their little campgrounds. It's like, how exactly do they do what they do? How do they manage to herd up in like thousands of these walkers? I just, it, none of that makes sense to me. And, and well, again, it, it, it doesn't make sense because they they just it, you know it's kind of forced upon you. I think we there's no thought yeah. intentionality behind yeah. it. Yeah, it's the whole do s machina. It's just this, they can do it, and you don't you know a lot of hand waving going on. Well, and that's you know we taught you you brought up the fact that there, you know, we we've spent many many episodes and many shows highlighting the fact that. There, there are certain rules to this game that they play with these zombies that, you know, you, you know, it, you know, we, we're, they're in a terrible situation. So they're going to, you know, paint themselves with the zombie blood. Well, now you don't need to, you can just stand there with a mask, but we were always, you know, I mean, that, that was always the, the issue is they, they, it wasn't sight. That was the determining factor. It was, it was, it was smell. their sense of yeah. smell and, and they could smell death. They could smell life. They could. And, and so that was what, and, and now it, you know, again, the rules change and, you know, you need some level of consistency. Um, but then that it, it, it's a simple fix. You simply just make sure that you, you have, and you don't even have to do it every episode. Right. Hold on. That's right. <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, I think Corbin's barking finally made it down to my dogs, and they were responding <laughs> back. So your dog should bark here in about five minutes. All right. Um, so they could have easily fixed it by saying, 
everybody has some sort of fanny pack with you know guts inside of it, and that's just their standard operating procedure. I mean, you could have easily done that, but there's no intention of doing that. It's just you know everybody's wearing a silly mask, mm-hmm. and that's that's what they're doing now. And well, you and, know, and, I, and not to interrupt, but it, it's even that that one scene. I'm trying to think. Was it? Um, I don't know if it was the season finale. It was like it was like towards the end of the season. There was that one part where you know Gamma. I think it's the one the one girl that's been talking with Aaron. She was like standing over by, there. Uh, yeah, um, played by um, Thora Birch. I don't know who that is. So, did you ever see um, uh, American Beauty? No. With uh, Kevin Spacey? Oh. Nope. Most of our listeners will probably know who Thora Birch is because she was in American Beauty. She was the okay. daughter of Kevin Spacey in uh, American Beauty. Okay. Um, but go on. But it was that scene where she was over there and she's like standing by that tree. And all of a sudden, Walker comes out. And she's like, oh, I got to put my mask on. So, she puts her mask on. Walker's like still dead on. And she has to kill the walker. See, that's what I mean. It's it's stuff like that. The mask obviously doesn't fake him out. But they don't have to walk around with guts all over him like Daryl had to do to camouflage himself. So, it's and that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's inconsistent writing. And, and I think that is what kind of bugged me a little bit before because you know in the early part of this show you know they were pretty they were pretty dead on serious about how you could be caught by them and now and now it just seems like like i said you could have that one scene when you know negan and bader just full-on conversation zombies are are perfectly fine oh Oh, but you cut a guy's throat all of a sudden oh my god here and then they they attack negan it's like what what again spoilers folks don't yeah, um, it's it's there's a pro- there was a huge problem went there when when and it almost for a moment made me think oh this must be a dream sequence or something because you've got all these zombies that are around Negan and and Beta and they're just having a regular conversation um, and there's I mean you know, he's just walking with his with his you know his outfit on and he's just having a good old time you know kind of getting back in his character uh, sidebar uh, Negan. Um, has um, found a well. He he he, uh, you know, was captured. He was contained. They started to give him some freedom. They, st- as far as uh, at least not being in chains um, uh, under close guard, he did everything he could to try to make amends. He, you know, once you go too far, you know, there's no amends to be made to some of these people, which, you know, that's fine. But then, you know, he's able, um, you know, once, once they kind of push him to the point where he realizes there's no hope for him to apparently ever have any sort of chance at redemption, you know, he, he finds a way to escape. And now he runs free, runs into the arms of the whispers who he's able to within, I don't know, you know, you know, whatever, five minutes of quick conversation get them to love and adore him and now he's you know he's teamed up with them now that said you know we didn't see him in like the last two episodes we have no idea where he is and what he's doing um but he you know he's now back and uh you know had that you know you know you know but he was able to put the persona away because he was that guy but then once the whispers gave him a kind of a chance at life he now is, um, you know, back back in full Negan mode. Well, the, the, uh, which the, you the, know the, was predictable in a sense. Yeah. Well, the the sixty nine dollar question there is, is he 
truly on their side or who let him out? Um, well, he, they're, I they're, remember him. He, okay. So Aaron, who was, they got into a, an altercation. Right. And, um, and, and once he like threw dirt in his eyes or something, then he was able to, you know, make haste and get away and, you know, and, and then, you know, runs into, you know, our, our, our shambling zombie wannabes. Um, no, no, you're, you're confused. He came back. Maybe to I Al- am. Yeah. He came back to Alexandria because he didn't. Um, oh, I'm sorry. He did come back to Alexandria. And yeah. who was it? Was it, the, it was the girl that let him out, right? Well, that's what she said. Right. Somebody there. Somebody some, let know, him out. So, so there was a sympathetic ear there. That's right. They let him out of the cage because then it was, who was it? Father Gabriel or somebody came and found that he, you know, he, he had flew the coop. Mm-hmm. See, but the question is, is that it was whether it was a sympathetic ear or was it a. Oh, the, or the, was it the. Was, the, it, uh, was it a plan? Uh, yeah. The, yes. Okay. Yes. Well, and, and at the in the last episode, uh, well, we, we'll get to the mall here in a minute. So we had Negan. Uh, we've got <laughs> um, uh, Father. Uh, what's his name? Who is taking on more of a leadership role in the community? Mm-hmm. Um, and and he, you're starting to see his character develop a little bit more, and he seems to you know have. And is able to, you know, to make some stands and make some tough calls and, you know, have some sort of moral high ground to, to lean back on. Um, and he, um, in the end, ends up having a pivotal role in the season finale, something that we didn't think he was capable of. No, and I just want to say uh, right off the bat, if there is one shining star of this series right now is his character development. Father, yes. yes. I mean, he He's, he really has. He is not the Father Gabe that you saw. It's almost it's almost like he was like the Carol at that point, and he is not. Mm-hmm. And he is he is a badass now. Although the whole, I, I will I will say this: the one thing that I I, I have to admit about the this show is like who they pair people up with. I I mean, on a relationship romantic level. You guys are you guys are not hitting it off on the the chemistry part because you got Gabe and Rosita. <laughs> I I ain't. I'm sorry. I, there's nothing there. I don't. I I just don't. And it was the same thing when they had Rick with Michonne. It's like it was just like. And I think what bothered me about that is it was that season change, and all of a sudden it's like they wake up, they're in bed together, and they're. I'm like, okay, so. I mean, that's fine. I, I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying it's like, so they're an item now. There was, there was, there was never any buildup to this. It just, they're now an item. Okay. Not seeing it. There are. <laughs> do you, okay. Do you agree with me? It's like, you want to see that you, there's got to be at least something that kind of hints you towards them. I mean, again, I'm not, I don't care. I mean, if they want to do whatever, but. It was just like, oh, because I mean, up until that point, they weren't exactly like interacting with each other on any kind of level. Um, uh, let me just say this, Steve. I, I feel that George Lucas could write better <laughs> love stories yeah. than what people on this show. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I can't, 
I mean, you're right. It's it's like um, it, it doesn't seem like much time has gone by yet. Suddenly, and, and I don't know. Maybe in the new world, this is just how it happens. I mean, people maybe just people just wake up in each other's bed and just accept the fact that that's where they are at that moment in time. Well, I don't know, but there's never any sort of courtship, you know, any hint, any foreshadowing, any connection. Yeah, it's just all of a sudden just boom, there they're for together. You. Yeah, it's like all of a sudden they're hooked up. Okay, I mean. Just didn't see that coming. Well, it was like when we did the whole time jump thing where Rosita's with Gabe, but evidently she was banging Sadiq and had a kid by him, but now she's with Gabe. Okay. <laughs> if that, if yes. That's okay. I, I, I mean, that's fine. It's like, hey, you know, there's only so many guys around and what the hell. But it just, you don't, there was nothing leading up to I think that, and, and honestly, kind of going back to what we we're talking about. That time jump thing, I think, really screwed stuff up for me because it's now we're her- it's like we're fast forwarding what, what, seven years or nine years or some freaking number. And it's like, I, I don't get what's going on here. So when did Rosita? Oh, and that's the other thing I just want to say. And I mentioned to you before, Rosita is like smoking hot, but you know what? Don't have sex with her because you're going to die. <laughs> She is the Black Widow. Oh my God! It's like it's like I'm like Father Gabe. You gotta have a divorce. You have to move out. Don't touch her. Oh my God! I, I it's mean, like every I single mean, person, and that's and I kind of feel bad because she's starting to look like the bicycle bicycle seat of the show. It's, I mean, oh my God. She, seriously, she has. Let's see. You had Abraham. You had the one guy that. She was sleeping with uh, when uh, Abraham dumped her, which, whatever. And then she's got Sadiq. Now she's got Father Gabe. So basically, she's getting, of everybody on this show, she's getting the most action. And they all die. And Yeah, I mean, yeah, she's, she has to become toxic at some point, right? <laughs> it's like, at some point, it's <laughs> like, like what? you know what? <laughs> We're going to move. Yeah. And give you your own tree house over here in the woods. <laughs> oh, and good God. luck to you. <laughs> Oh my God. It's like, what is going on? It's like, are they trying to, but I, you know, and again, that's, you know, she, you know, she's been on that show for a long time too. And it's like, you just don't really even get to see her that much. And, and I think that was it. It's like they created, they've got so many characters in there now. You can't stay focused on your, your group like that, like that initial group that we had. And, I don't know. It just, I think that's what bothers me about it. And I just don't, I'm just not, I just don't like where it's going. Well, but I, as we pointed out earlier, there, there, there's a, there's a connection issue that they have created because there's too many characters. Mm -hmm. And I, and I feel, I feel like it's the, we're throwing spaghetti at the wall. We're seeing who gains traction and then we'll invest on them. But the problem is there's nobody been worth investing in. Because the actors, uh, they're they're just they're not, you, you know. Somebody, hold on. Sorry, the the wolves are trying to figure out if I'm going to feed them today or not. <laughs> um. So yeah, I I mean we they, they've created this um, disconnect because I think they're they're trying to force upon, or they're they're just trying to see who. I wonder if there's a Daryl effect here. 
where they weren't planning on Norman Reedus because his character in the in the show ends up meeting an un, or in the books meets an untimely death, and they've said that they, he was not going to last very long. But what they found out was, you know, there was there was a huge fan base for him. So they then created this, you know, they just kept him on because that's that, that's what uh, people connected to. Right. So I, I, I sometimes wonder if they're, if they're like, okay, well, we've got these characters and these actors and actresses. So let's see, you know, we'll put these out there. And if they don't hit it off, we can just easily kill them off because we can say it's part of the story. And then those that do get some traction, then we can start investing in them. Uh, I mean, I find it, if that's the case, an interesting marketing idea. Um, And I can't say that that's truly what's happening. But with the so many, I think the key to success is what we cycle back to what we talked about earlier, is you had this small, cohesive, intimate group of people that you were able to connect with every single episode. And now we're, we're seeing some people, you know, you know, sporadically throughout the seasons. And I just don't, I think that's part of the disconnect and part of the reason that not only are they losing viewership, but, you know, we, you don't have the emotional impact that some of the earlier death scenes had. Yeah. And, and again, cause we've already said, don't listen to the show if you haven't watched the whole thing, but like the, you know, the, you know, the, the when Sadiq gets whacked, I, I guess, I guess I was probably more shocked at who did it versus that he died. Sure. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, it just, it was that thing of, oh, that was, yeah. the, it wasn't the fact that Sadiq got killed. It was the fact that who did it. <laughs> and that well, is what, yeah, no. I didn't see that, that coming. And that was a good reveal. I mean, there yeah. don't get me wrong. There are some things that happened this season that I, I, I was like, that, this is good. Yeah. I like this. Yeah. But there are it's, – it's more situational than, you know, my love for characters or my love for the writing of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's what happened throughout the season. Um, and, and, and don't get me wrong. There's not many. <laughs> but, but the things I did like um, – I thought you know some things were done well, but uh, so we had um, well you just you just talked about um, uh, the, the the guy that had been haunted all season by the fact that he lived through the massacre, um, uh, you know the, the the head on pike situation. Um, so we we have um, we have him living through that and being tormented throughout the season by the fact that he had to be had had to you know see all of his friends die but was able to you know escape and live to you know another day mm-hmm. um and then of course the guy that was responsible for that um spoiler the was dante who um and, and you got to finally see how you know some things that you had seen all season like you know how did how did the zombies get in? How did the walls get tore down? How did the spray painting or the painting of the you know whispers happen? Right. Um, you know there was some just well that's weird there you know because there was this um, you know there was this truce that was called um, that said okay you know we are you know the whispers as you said seem to be this 
um, kind of cult, nomadic cult at that, who, you know, kind of, you know, they, they're, they're kind of territorial and they've always been that way. This is our side. And they've said, you know, this is, this is where we are. You stay over there. And as long as you don't cross our area, we're good with this. Well, you know, that's been sort of, that's been the rules that have been said. And then we have the moment where there's this, uh, there's this meeting of the minds at the, um, at the, where the pikes were between the two groups. And Carol, you know, pulls out her little pea shooter and Daryl stops her from shooting alpha. But, um, you know, you know, and, and, you know, instead of seeking retribution or demanding Carol to die, I thought it was very interesting, the transition to, well, we're, we're not going to take lives for this, but what you are going to do is you are going to give up some territory and we're going to take your valuable territory, your quote unquote hunting grounds, which on one hand, it seems to have an impact for one group, which is what they're trying to do is deny resources, which I thought was pretty cool. Right. But on the other side of it, what are they? I mean, what are they going to do with it? I don't know. That's just how they politically. That's just how they decided to handle the situation, which I thought was cool, um, because you can't kill Carol. But what we're going to do is we're going to do something better. We're going to take you know some territory that you had, and so now we're going to move you know the 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 property lines, and I um and and I, and I thought that was I thought that was a nice a nice touch. Um, kind of an, kind of a showing some sophistication to um, to alpha and she's not just you know, um, a you know a, a mad woman she she has she she's very very calculating but that said she then puts a mole on the inside and not only crosses into the territory but then you know puts a mole on the inside to totally destabilize you know the the civilization over there so she's you know gone way out of bounds with her agreement yeah and i guess that's kind of some of the other stuff that i'm kind of wondering about and i and honestly it okay so if we go back to that one episode when sadiq is trying to figure out why everybody's sick yeah he kept saying like there's no common thing here and he's sitting on that uh that pier with uh rosita and he's looking at their water system Mm -hmm. and i don't know maybe it's me because it's like that's like the first time they actually ever showed it and i i honestly didn't know what the hell he was having a major hissy fit over i didn't understand i didn't understand it until the following episode where they kind of show oh They've got, which I don't quite get how that works, that whole water filtration system that they've got. And and I guess that's my question is, where's that water coming from? How are they filtering it? And, and I kept thinking back to that one episode where Gamma, she kills a walker by that stream, cuts its guts open and just like lets it all. I'm like, were they trying to poison them? Do you remember? Yes, that? I, okay. yes. Oh, yeah. What, I mean, it was was that the it plan? was an interesting scene, and I think they were trying to poison the water supply. And I think yeah, I don't understand how the water filtration. And it's one of those I don't think we're going to ever figure out the water filtration. And that's fine. Um, and that's fine. But, but that's what. But here's my question: but, uh, If yeah, you, if I don't think we need to. Yeah. And that's fine. But my thing is, is that if they're like poisoning them with like dirty water from zombie guts, 
Why are these people just having the shits? Why are they not turning into zombies? Well, because we never established, and not that we need to, we never established that you know consuming zombies does anything to you. Yes, other it than possibly does. You yes, it does. Does because it? Because you does forgot it? that one scene. Uh, I don't remember what season it was, but you remember that time when um, the Saviors did the assault on Alexandra, and they were like putting guts in in the zombie blood on their weapons and on their arrows and stuff like that. Do you remember that? Vaguely, yes. Okay, because they were yes, doing I that do because now. they okay. did that assault, they got pushed back, but then that night all the wounded people turned into freaking zombies. Okay. Oh, I did forget that. Well, and you here's know who thing, else? Steve. And you know who we else forgot? We keep it? changing things. That's right. That's <laughs> you know show. who else forgot it? The fucking writers of this show. Oh, they forgot about it. Good. And that is the <laughs> thing know? that that just that that fries my ass to no end. It's like, my God, I'm a I I'm one of those viewers, and I'm remembering this stuff. You guys write for this show. You okay? So, zombie guts. And an arrow th- that you get wounded with, that that's okay. But, oh, yeah, but we could poison the water system with zombie guts. Oh, now you're just going to get the shits. Okay. Yeah. Fair, fair. Yes. All okay. right. I know. Well, it's, thanks. It's, it's just me. It's just me doing one of those because it's it, it just bugged me. At that, well, that one, when they yes. finally, when I finally understood what they were doing and I remember, I'm like, well, I mean, okay, whatever. I mean, I just like go back to the good old days, just boil your water. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you, there must be some sort of filtration system that they have that allows a drink out of a stream. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, that's, so we're, we're led to believe, okay, they figured out this filtration system and it's being used and they're getting sick and, mm-hmm. you know, and, 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 and there's something amiss. So, you know, this whole season, there's like, something's not right here. Can't put our fingers on it. And then, you know, the second to last episode, there's the big reveal. And then the last episode, you know, we, we have, um, you know, we, we have, you know, we, we see the bigger, the bigger plot we see alpha's intent and she's 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 very smart very calculating and that's you know and that's fine um as as far as driving driving the story along now you 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 see that but i feel that the rest of the last couple of episodes was just very anticlimactic. You know, we find out who the mole is. We find out how he was planted. We find out, you know, why he was planted and what his intents were and you know, what what Alpha did. But then we have, um, you know, we have our we have our heroes who then do the you know the classic stupid things where it's like, oh, so you see, you see, you know, that there's this mysterious horde that's out there and they're trying to locate the horde and find out where it is because at the beginning of the season, Alpha has this horde, you know, locked up and, you know, she's threatening to unleash it on Alexandria or not Alexandria, um, wherever they are. Is it, uh, it's not a hilltop. It's, uh, no, it's Alexandria. That's Alexandria. Yeah. Um, so she's going to unleash it on Alexandria. She's threatening and they, you know, they go and they're keeping an eye on it. And one day they find out that it's gone. And now there's this big mystery. Where, where is this horde? So, um, so they're, they're, you know, they're out scouring the countryside looking for it. Cause you can't just, you know, have a horde, you know, you know, lost and misplaced. So 
then towards the end of the last <clears throat> episode, we see, you know, our heroes are out and about and they, you know, they see, they see our big villain and, you know, yeah. big villain takes off running through the woods yep. and our heroes are, you know, going right after her. So, so this, this is, this is what we've resorted to is just aimlessly running through the woods, yeah. um, not giving any second thought to, you know, what's going on. Because as they said several times, you know, in that episode and the episode before that, well, this is going to be a trap. Well, yeah. And you, you know, guys just fell right into it. And I, I kept thinking, it's like, Jesus Christ, they even did the point where like alpha like stops and looks over her shoulder. Like, are you still following me? Okay. I keep going. Uh-huh. Yep. And I'm like, yep. Jesus Christ, where the fuck is Admiral Akbar? He's saying, it's a trap. <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm like, oh my God, I cannot believe this. And then Daryl's like, hey, go get her. I'd be like, I ain't going in that fucking cave. Are you out of your mind? If she's going to be that much of a dumbass, let her go. But I ain't going in there. Right. Oh right. my God. Uh-huh. It's like, and it's a thing that gets me about, and, and, and I mean, I've always liked Carol, but she is, she's actually starting to annoy me because she is just, it, it's like, she is such a loose cannon. And my whole thing is, is that it's like, you know what? Go back on your boat and do whatever, but you are like jeopardizing everybody here. And I, I just, I'm starting to really dislike her. Yeah, I mean, but, if it was part of a bigger plan for her emotional transformation, it would be one thing. But there, there just, there just seems to be a okay. Well, we're gonna. This is what we're gonna do in this scene. There's not going to be any rationale for it. There's not going to be any underlying reason or past story for it. It's just that we're just gonna have this person do this. Right. And and that's my God, Steve. I don't. I don't. I don't know. It's I. You st- the thing that bothers me is you still have some people that have been a part of the show for a long time, still as the producers, and they're still directing, and they they just don't seem to have the the, the cohesive writer producer director connection going on. It's almost like okay, well, the writers are going to go write this, and then the directors are going to go do this, and then the producers are going to go do this, and there's no there's 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 no collaboration going on, which allows any of them to. To, to question the continuity of the show. Or does this seem like, you know, what our characters would really truly do? Um, you know, we've established some of them as, as, as very methodical and, um, and intentional, but then they're just, there's, there's times they're just, you're like, well, there, there's no real reason that they're doing this. There's no rationale behind this. Um, it just seems like this is the MacGuffin to get us to the next point. And yeah. the show was so much better than that, that we didn't, we, there was always some intentionality to everything that was going on. And now it's just like, okay, well, we'll just do this and, and people will accept it. And I think if it, look, if, if their if their watch, if their viewer base had stabilized or if, uh, you know, let alone grow, but instead, it's shrinking, and I think it's because people are just—they're just kind of tired of some of this stuff that they're seeing. Well, and I, for me, I, it is. I—it's getting—it's getting kind of tiresome, and I think it's mainly just because. I mean, really, outside of Daryl, I really don't care about anybody else anymore. I mean, I like Michonne, but 
she's not she's not why I turn tune into the show. Everybody that I really truly enjoyed as a character are gone. I mean, when they they killed Herschel, I was I mean I was legitimately to the point where I'm like I almost broke the TV. I was so fucking mad. Um, uh, Dale from like the very first couple of uh, seasons. I really liked Dale. I thought he was like one of the best characters on the show. And it just seemed like how they got him killed was like, why did you kill this character off? I, again, maybe it was, that was part of the, 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 the comic, but you know, to me, Dale was like kind of like the moral compass of the group more so than anybody. I mean, he was the one that's like, yeah, we're going to do what we have to survive, but let's not turn into barbarians. I mean, I really liked him. I was very upset when he went out. And it just seems yeah. like a lot of the characters that I thought brought a lot of value to the show, you know, they've killed off. And they have not replaced them with um, comparable type characters. Like I said, you know, like the, the new group that's in there now with the I, – I don't care any of I, I don't know them. I don't care about them. It's like, who are they? And you, they don't – and there's just so many now that, again, it goes back to it's like it's like almost every episode is okay. Let's focus on this person. Um, and what was that one that I'm trying to remember what episode it was? It kind of started off with evidently they went hunting, and that uh, what the hell's her name, Kelly, the the one I thought was a boy. Yeah, she. It kind of starts off with her. Like she, she killed a boar with her slingshot because you know what? Those things, yeah, whatever. <laughs> they're easy, real easy to kill, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, because boar, yeah, they're, you know, you know, half time try to use a gun and you're going to use more than one shot on it, but whatever. Okay. Hand waving there. And then it was like, what, what the hell happened to her where, okay, so, so some zombies come up and she's now, there's like, and that's the thing. It's like we're at the point of the show where if you actually are able to get bit by a zombie, you obviously passed out and fell asleep. Because how the <laughs> fuck can you not get away from these guys? Well, we're, remember. I mean, I mean come on. You got to remember in the first season, um, God, what was her name, sister? The blonde's sister that you had a huge thing for. Uh, she died at um, the governor's place. Um, the blonde that died at the governor's place. Oh, uh, Lori yeah. Holden. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. She, so remember Andrew, her sister, Andrew, who, like open, open the camp mm -hmm. and like a zombie actually went, grabbed her arm and she starts screaming and then bites her. I mean, I'll tell you what, my kid goes to grab my arm to, you know, you know, whatever, put me in some sort of, you know, hold <laughs> and I'm grabbing away pretty damn quick. Yeah. Right. And I mean, it, it's, it's just instinctive that when something grabs your arm, you're like, nah, -uh, not getting a hold of this one. But you know, her sister like holds it out there like a chicken wing and, and like, just lets the thing. It's like, what, why do you just pull it back? This is, I mean, this was like one of the first dumb death scenes. Yeah. I had seen in that show, but then you have, but I mean, to your point, I mean, everybody right now should be some sort of fighter. Right, because you you had to have lived a long time through this series. To I mean, you know, you you've 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 done some fighting with these zombies. You can't get to this point in the show and have not done some fighting with zombies, right? Right. right. And and again, you know, to me, it's like if you're deaf, 
you're at a horrible disadvantage in the zombie apocalypse. I mean, it's not quite like being blind, but I mean, you can't even hear them coming. And there's just, but then again, she, they've, they've done that in that show with the, with the one, uh, the girl that's deaf. Um, she definitely has spidey sense because there was that, there was that one scene where she was like taking shit out, like from behind her. She would like turn around. Oh, you're right there. Okay. You, you got to keep your head on a swivel, Steve. Yeah. You got to keep your head on a swivel. I think you that's know, it. Whatever happened to her? Uh, well, that's a good question. I don't know. We saw her. I think, yeah, it's like, that's the problem. That's the problem with the show. These are now like, they've been around for what? Um, at least two, this is like their second season on the show. And you just see them kind of intermittently. Like they're here, then they're not. And I couldn't tell you how many, well, actually, you know what? I'm going to look it up and see how many freaking episodes that chick's been in because it's not much. I'm just saying it. And that's, that is, that is what gets me about this. It's like, let's get this core group of people and let's focus on that. But I think part of the problem is we've got three different communities. Well, like I said, you went through this whole thing. Um, there was like, what, two, two episodes where they're at Oceanside. And I couldn't even tell you who yeah. the Oceanside people are. I don't, I don't remember any of them. We, um, we went through that whole long season of trying to get them on our side and trying to build a relationship and develop another community contact and totally gone. Not even in our forethought, right? Well, and that kind of I goes, mean, and again, not to interrupt, but that kind of goes back to another issue that I've got is like when, when Rick was still on the show and we were still battling with the saviors, you know, we got to a point where we got a, we got a lot of guns now. We just don't have a lot of people. And now here yeah. we are. It seems like they've got, they got a shit ton of people. You see people say, who are they? Where the hell did these people come from? And it's even kind of like in that show where they, where they showed like Dante's, uh, flat, you know, like how did he get in there? He just hooked up with some group and they just wandered into Alexandria. Oh, okay. <laughs> so where the, where the fuck were all these people like seven years ago when, when Rick needed them? You see what I'm saying? It just seemed like the whole reason Rick was trying to get like the garbage pail kids together in Oceanside. Because there's just not a lot of people left. Now right. it seems like we've got a surplus of people. We've got people all over the place. But we haven't moved anywhere. We're in the same spot. But now all the people are coming here. So, whatever. I, I, I get, it's that kind of stuff that just makes me kind of go like, what, 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 what's going on here? I don't know. It just bugs me. Well, you know, we... It's a TV show, and so we, the viewing is a little bit different. But I mean, we've talked to them in movies a lot of times that um, you know there there are certain things that take you out of it, and you know there there are there if you if you have a couple of those moments in each episode. I mean, every time you do that, I mean, look, watching a movie is one thing, but if every episode you're, you keep you know, especially in a series where it's you know you know you you have one released each and every week. I mean, slowly, it's like a death by a thousand cuts. Eventually, you're like, you know what? I, I just, there's there's such a lack of continuity. There, you, you know, I can't understand why some things are happening and some things aren't. Um, I, 
so what you get is you get people that just finally just have this fatigue. They're like, I can't keep up with the changes that make no sense. And they're just like, I'm not going to invest in this anymore. And I, and I, I, I am, I, there's something about this show that just, I don't, I, I just, <laughs> it keeps, a, just it keeps keep, you coming back. You keep coming back to it. And I keep I, coming back to it. Yeah. There's a lot of people that aren't coming back to it. And I, I mean, that's, that's fine. I don't, uh, I mean, I haven't, I'm not ready to write the show off. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not a, I won't, I wouldn't consider myself a diehard fan, but I definitely do just keep watching because I feel not that necessarily that it's a train wreck that I can't look away from, but there's something about it that allows me to just get some, some level of, of pleasure out of it. But there's also a level of frustration that makes me think, well, I, 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 you you really got into Lost, and that show went sideways oh. pretty hard too. Yeah. Um. And so there's a, there's a part of me because you at the end of that series you were you were pretty turned off of it. And I never finished. And, and I, and I never finished it. I mean, I I okay. I gave up it. I think it went on for like another two seasons, and I had already given up. Okay. All right. See, I thought you had stuck with it, and mm-hmm. and I thought you know you're not going to you know eventually you're going to say. Jeff, I I can't I can't continue to watch this. I'm done. I'm out. And I know for a time there, you, you kind of well. I know some other of our good and dear friends. You know, you definitely cashed in all their chips a long time ago. Yeah. And you and I just kind of stuck with it, just because you know what? There's 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 there there are better things on TV. But I I find time to to watch this because you know there's only whatever ten episodes. You know every you know every six months. Now this the they're gonna February. That's not a, a very long layover. No. Um. And you know, and as I said earlier, you know, Michonne is, you know, they're they're trying to write her character out, but guess who's coming back? Maggie. Maggie's coming back. And you know, we talked about it in yeah. the last episode where the last recap. And I said prediction. I said that the show that she left for that she thought greener pastures and I mean it was an opportunity, sure. Go and do it. It's a different genre, it's a different type of setup, it's a cop buddy, girlfriend, boyfriend type of thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, whiskey cavalier, but you know, it 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 didn't catch on because, you know, you you had two stars who just don't have the pull. Mm-hmm. Um and and so, you know, that that can you know, had a one season run and they pulled it because they got, you know, terrible terrible viewership and and so she's like well i need to go back you know for a short period of time to her bread and butter because the series desperately needs her that said steve i don't necessarily think she's a deal maker i never found her to be that overly compelling i i i would agree she's not overly compelling i think it's more you like seeing her for the nostalgic part because she's been there since season two, I believe. Two, yes. So she's yeah, she, her and Herschel were, yeah. you know, I mean, you know, you you had, I mean, they, that was you know in the heyday where you had you know you, in the season one you had our core group, you know, you saw people you know leave and you know and and. And and sometimes in you know shocking horrific ways, and you realized you know there were some some big revelations in that season. It's kind of set the tone of you know kind of the rules of the game. I mean, I'll never forget sitting where almost where I am right now, watching that series, 
and watching that show where um you know rick and uh god what was that one guy's name the guy that plays the, the punisher right now um oh um yeah um can't think of his name uh, uh oh <laughs> that's bad oh, isn't dang. it oh that's terrible um <sighs> um, it, you know, it, it, is it oh shit hold on i'll look it up keep talking no dead space um <laughs> yeah i'll beat you to it <laughs> um but you know you know it you know sitting there watching it and seeing you know seeing him die but then um after he dies you know you know he just kind of goes to black and you're like oh man that's that's Terrible. Um, I've almost got it on the tip of my tongue. John Berthall. Uh, Berth- Berthall. John Berth- Berthall. John Berthall, who played... Um, Shane. Shane. That's Oh, God, that's what it is. I, it wasn't on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, Shane. Um, so, you know, finally Rick and him come to blows because there was always something between them because, you know, well, you know, Rick was presumed dead. You know, the wife moved on with Shane. And um, spoiler alert. Um, and then there's, you know, the, the, the two of them, you know, have to, you know, even though the zombie apocalypse is happening, um, the two of them have to come to blows. So, you know, you're like, okay, who's going to win? Because this is season one. You don't know how this is going to play out. Both characters have some great, you know, scene time and, you know, they were, you know, pivotal parts of the show. And then, you know, Rick gets the better of them and you see Shane die and it goes black. And I thought, oh man, that's, that's tough. And then, it stays black for I don't know a few seconds, and then all of a sudden you just you kind of see uh, kind of a you know something cut back in, and you, you know you're for me I was like what 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 the hell is that? I thought they were going to commercial or something because I was watching it on you know actually watching it on um, whatever it was AMC, and the next thing you know it's you know you kind of see something cut back in again, and I was like well that's that's really weird. Is there a glitch in the show or something? And then it was the big reveal of, well, once somebody dies, unless something mm-hmm. happens, they come back as a zombie. <laughs> and it was like, oh my gosh. It was like, you know, these are the new rules to the game. And then you go to the second season where, you know, we, you know, because in that first season we lost what? I mean, we lost um, Andrea's sister. Um, we lost, um, we lost uh, Shane. We lost, um, your guy that you were talking about, um, we lost, but that was in the first season. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The first yeah. season. And no, then, it was not the, the first season. We didn't get the was, Herschel until season two. Well, no, no, not Herschel. No, I'm talking about the first season where we lost, we were, we lost Shane. We lost Lori's sister. We lost the guy you were talking about. Um, we didn't lose Shane the, the guy with Gravitas. Season. No, Shane wasn't dead in the first season. He was there for like three, three, three episodes or three, three seasons. I think. Oh my god! I've got See, this game all totally messed yeah, up. Season, season I, I one. I thought he died in the first season. No, no, he didn't die until they were met up with Herschel and everything. Oh, okay. Just cut all that out. I sound like an idiot. <laughs> all right, never mind. <laughs> I thought he died in the no, first season. First season ends after they left the CDC. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Then okay. they yeah, end I just up, cut that last five minutes out. That's yeah, fine. Because they're just, um, they're just kind of walk around the woods. That's when. Uh, What's his name? Shoots uh, accidentally shoots uh, uh, Carl when he was out hunting. So it's yeah, that's that second season is uh, where you meet up with um, Herschel and Maggie and. Okay, uh, all right. That's right. 
and it's I, all coming back to me now. Yeah, and it's I think third season is when um, Michonne gets introduced. She gets you you see her at the end of the second season, and then I think it's third season is where you actually introduce because she's the one that saved Lori. Yeah, her introduction was great. Yeah, I thought I her, absolutely. I, I thought her and Lori were going to be an item. Oh, yeah. I can I, well, see that. I mean, I kind of saw that coming. I mean. Let's put this. You were just I, waiting for it. Yeah, you were just was, waiting for it. I was expecting that before I saw Michonne with Rick, but whatever. I just, yeah. Um, but there you go. All right. Well, um, gosh, we, we we've gone all around with this show. Uh, <laughs> cut about twenty minutes of that out, and we should be good. All right. That's right. Um, well, yeah, Steve. Okay. Well, thanks, Steve. Um, well, that you know, yeah. I mean, I think all in all, there's some good and bad parts of this season. You know, it's. I wonder where we're going, but you know, you know, we've got people coming back. We got some people leaving. Um, we're at the, we're kind of at that point where you know, you got the rising action. You know, we, we're left off with the uh, them falling for a trap and going into a cave, which is you know filled with zombies, and you know, we'll pick up right there when we get back. Um, and, we're know, gonna, to, and we're not going to, we're not going to ask from the mid season. Yeah, we're not going to ask how they got that whole horde down in that cave, but whatever. Well, I mean, they just you know, I mean, it's it's like the Pied Piper. Just, just uh, you know, blowing it. their whistle and are just whispering, right? <laughs> and just whispering along, and they just follow them. I, I don't understand it. I, um, I don't either. I and I'm and, and like I said, I've I've stopped trying to, and that's why I just I think again for me, I I just can't get it because it's like I just again a zombie movie, but I don't find them believable. How are you yeah. guys doing this? We're just supposed to accept it. We, we are. We are. It's okay. the MacGuffin. This is just what we're doing. All right. Um, yeah. All right. Okay, Steve. So now um, let's uh, let's just uh, real quick get to uh, brother. What you drinking? Uh, well, what I was drinking, I had, um, let's see, I had some Sam Adams. Uh, I had the Christmas Porter, and then I was drinking a winter lager. And uh, then I was doing a, a little bit of a uh, bourbon chaser with some Elijah Craig. Holy cow. Yep. Holy cow. My God. All that before noon. Um, That's well, 143. Sorry. 143. Yeah. Now we're at 143. Although that was 1030. Yeah. Glad I like you because this is a lot of time sitting in this chair. Um, admittedly, I did go pee at one point. All right. Yeah. I got a pee too. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm just disappointed. You know, you were kind of highlighting Bloody Marys earlier, but um, well, you know, I, hey, I we, guess you've made up for it. Yeah, I figured we'd go start at 1030. I'd have to have a Bloody Mary, but by the time we got started, I'd go <laughs> straight for the bourbon. we actually got started, <laughs> it was afternoon. It's like, it's oh like I could God. actually drink and not feel totally guilty about <laughs> I could, it. I could, right, I, was gonna, I could drink without guilt now. <laughs> not questioning my sobriety. Oh, my God. Um, all right. Well, I um, I brought in to the show. So, uh, shout out to my dear, good and dear friend Chad, who um, old high school classmate of mine, friends for years. Um, he went to Belgium, and um, because he has apparently an infinite amount of money, um, he um, is, for my birthday had sent me a package that contained a a, a lot of beer. And um, uh, from from Belgium, um, had uh, got a company over there to send me um, some authentic, real life um, Belgian beers. And there's a whole assortment I've got. Um, I've got one for I'm saving for a special podcast, Steve. That, um, well, let me just say it. Um, it's um, it, it, it's 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 an homage, I think, 
to you. Um, and I can't wait to reveal that in some future podcast. But uh, today, I was trying to go for some sort of, to justify my drinking before noon, um, some sort of uh, breakfast out or something, but uh, I don't have any of those. So I went to um, I went to the list um, and found out that I had this Imperial Russian Stout um, called Crozer. Uh, and it is, um, it, it's, it's, it's thick, it's heavy, it's good. Um, like I said, from Belgium, you're probably not going to find it here in the States, but, um, it, it is, um, it, it requires a fork and a knife. Um, <laughs> very, very tasty. Um, and it comes in, ladies and gentlemen, Uh-oh. brace yourselves, 9% ABV. I'm, I, I'll tell you what, Steve, of the list of the beers that were sent to me, this one here actually falls in the middle of the ABVs that were sent to me. I, I couldn't believe it. There were some I was like, holy cow, are you kidding me? Wow. Um, so, yeah, so I look forward. My, my goal now is to, for every podcast, um, to um, highlight one of these um, great Belgian beers from across the pond. And then some um, that uh, my, my dear and good, good and dear friend uh, had sent me. So I've got uh, I've got several up there, and so I will showcase them over the shows. But there's one that Steve, it is. I think you're gonna I think you're gonna appreciate it. Um, but without further ado, we are going to. Uh, uh, anything else you want to do, Steve? Anything else we need to do besides uh, that? No, I think we got it. Uh, there's not really a top 10 that we could do on this. No, no, so. there's not really a top 10 or anything. Um, I, I did want to, um, again, thank the listeners for their patience. Um, we haven't had too much interaction over the last several weeks. I did want to get, give a shout-out um, or an apology. I'm not sure what I want to do with this. Um, I had an interaction with Kelly um, a few weeks ago, and I I did not mean anything by my comments. Yet they were they were not taken well, and I wanted to at least offer an apology um, for any offense I may have caused in our uh, what I thought was friendly banter back and forth. But it was uh, my comments were uh, mistaken, and I um, I am terribly sorry about that. So um, I must have missed hopefully. that. Um, I think yeah, I think Ken Ken saw it. I think maybe Brian saw it, but you, um, I you know, fortunately did not see it because um, um, you know, I felt I felt kind of I felt really bad. I was like I I I'm not sure why my comments were taken that way, but it doesn't matter. They they were, and I felt felt bad. Well, I got to go back um, and look and find that one yeah, because yeah, feel free not to go back and find that. Um, it just <laughs> it's not one of my brighter days. Um, but anyway, um. And then, um, of course, you know, I do want to take a moment to wish our listeners a happy Thanksgiving. Um, we did get back on there. I just, I can't believe how quickly time passes and the fact that I just, because of my uh, my schedule, I, I haven't really done a whole hell of a lot. Um, and I apologize for that. But uh, we, we have had listener comments and posts over the last week. Uh, oh, last God, I don't know. Last month since I've um, been been a little bit of a way. Um, the um, uh, we had a uh, many probably many listeners know that the Mandalorian has been released on Disney Plus, and a lot of people have picked it up. Uh, if you have not seen it, um, I'm I'm going to say this, and this may shock Steve. It is it is um, it is worth the view. 
Um, I I've watched they, they they release every Friday. I've watched this. Uh, this will be the fourth episode today. And um, in the beginning, I had some doubts about it. And uh, Ken promptly posted the uh, classic uh, Troops from 1997 on our pod on our uh, Facebook. If you have never seen this great fan made move or uh, TV um, or video clip, um, it's about a 20 minute video. It is outstanding it's a classic um it is so well done um some of the quotes that we have on this podcast that we we mention every now and then um are are from that it's a cop's parody and it is um it it's very familiar if you go and watch it just search uh, star wars troops 1997 on youtube and you will you will find it um but the um um Back early November, I did post a um, a a a little a little picture called the trilogy meter, where we had some spirited discussion about uh, there was some ranking of the uh, of several trilogies and which in the trilogy which movie in the trilogy was the best one. Uh, it ranges from Star Wars to Superman. Uh, to X-Men, to Blade, um, and there's there's several others, the Rocky series and whatever. And there was a lot of people that responded to that. Some, you know, there were some spirited discussions about where uh, whether they agreed or disagreed with some of these uh, some of these trilogies and which of the three were the best. And if you haven't had a chance to go and look at that, please do um, it and and add add your thoughts to it. Um, some I think p- people are like, yeah, definitely uh, the second one was better than the first one, but um, you know there was there was some disagreements, especially about um, uh, you know the Star Trek movies, um, you know the Jaws movies, the Mad Max. Um, of course, Mad Max is not a trilogy; it, it now has four. Um, man, of course, um, to, uh, um, you know some uh, some Rambo and Lord of the Rings, but. Um, very, 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 very good discussions. Thank you for taking part in that. Um, and last, I want to just say, you know, thanks to Steve for soldiering on with this podcast while I had to uh, figure out my technical difficulties. But with that, well, um, thank you uh, for tuning in. I know that um, that this is a kind of a niche um, podcast. I know some of you don't um, watch The Walking Dead, so you skip over that, and I that's understandable. There's some that, that do get a kick out of it. So, um, thank you for listening in. And um, uh, you know, below once we post this, just go ahead and put in your thoughts and opinions and on what you think of the season. Um, we will be returning soon with our next podcast. We're just figuring out schedules. Ken's been out of town and um, we got some birthdays coming up for some people. So some days are out, but we're going to get a new podcast up here soon. Steve is going to shoulder this while I continue to figure out what's going on with my audacity. Um, so, um, but uh, Steve, thank you very much for carving out um, apparently nearly uh, three and a half hours today to, uh, to well, let's just face it, get your system up and working. Indeed, it is my pleasure. I'm glad. I'm glad I got my shit together here. <laughs> we st- we still have mine partially. Yeah, partially. Uh, you know, fifty fifty nine percent, and that other forty one percent is um, is the deal breaker. So yeah. I can't even record people's volume. I can't even record voices. I should say not volume. But anyway, all right. Well, thank you, Steve. Um, all right, so listeners, thank you again. Um, 
Check us out on our uh, Facebook page, um, the Man Cave Movie Review uh, Facebook page. Um, check us out. Um, you know, leave us uh, leave us an iTunes review. Um, we have several. Um, most are good. Some are well honest. I don't know. <laughs> um, painful to read, but you know, hey, it is what it is. It's what we do. Uh, you know, we 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 make no bones about it. We are a uh, b- truly a basement production. Steve's in his basement. I'm in my half basement, and um, you know, we're just we're just having fun with it. So, yep. Um, uh, but anyway, uh, check us out. Um, hit us up on Facebook. Uh, we are, you know, feel free to take part in any conversation. Um, I I mean no offense, um, even when I apparently say things I don't mean to. They're just taken taken wrong i guess i don't know so uh, uh, leave us some comments facebook comments uh you know we don't really do much on twitter or anything like that um and um you can hit us up on email Uh, i think it's um i love steve michaels.com or something like that (laughs) um but uh um we will be back very soon and with that steve and i will both say ciao ciao